This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time for Nickel or Dime. Should you spend $500 or $1,000? Open up those wallets. We give you the answers on Nickel or Dime on BetQL Daily. Download the BetQL app today. Use our promo code daily for 20% off any subscription. BetQL helps you beat the sports books. BetQL's algorithms analyze over 350,000 unique bets every year in real time to help give you an edge over these sports books. Promo code daily, 20% off any subscription. BetQL daily weekdays, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time on the BetQL audio network. Download the free Odyssey app to watch, listen, and subscribe to the BetQL Daily Podcast. We bring in Eli Hershkovich as well. Eli, so is the BetQLU podcast on hold now or like once a month? What's the deal? Who knows? Who knows? We're taking it day by day. We're taking a nice little off week to say the least. And then we'll see. by, By the way, by the way, I mentioned to you yesterday that we should do a a segment on the 2022 college basketball future, which is fine. We can put it off. There's so much going on, including the masters and full MLB card, NBA, all that stuff. Um, Congratulations to you on taking the team that I have been pumping up in college basketball for the 2022 season. What? I was even asking Jerry Palm about them. I brought them up like three months ago. (laughs) We all have. We all have. All All right. That's enough. Have we not? What are you mad about? I've we, been I, I've been pumping them up. They were my team for next year for well, the last they were like, your, three they were months. Your final four team this year, right? And I said that 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 it might have been a year early. Yeah, um, we'll tell people where they can find that article. I don't want to give it away because then they're not going to read it. Uh, you can go to BeckQL. You can download the BeckQL app, and you could also go to Odyssey Sports. Eli's mad to start. Kind of annoyed. Your team, the team you've been pumping up. All right. Yes. Yes. No. Well, I didn't. I didn't take him to the final four because it wasn't their time. I even I, right. you know, you I'm not the college hoop savant like you are, but even I could see that. Like, All right. Okay. Ryan, who are you sad with? <laughs> um, you know what? I think, you know, I think Eli is technically well, he's the EP, so he's the boss. So Joe, I gotta go, I gotta go with Eli. Thank but you, man. Good. Thank I you. Know, I'm torn here. I, I, I guess mistake. I, that is Eli's that's Eli's Big mistake. Oh, so so that means everything that I don't like on the show, I can blame him then, right? Because I do anyways. Yeah, yeah. See, okay. We, He's the we, boss. Okay. Milwaukee. We made up a fake producer. We named him Todd. So that way, because we got a two-man group. So anytime anything goes wrong. Wait. Mitch when, you, when you guys tweet about Todd, are you at Todd? That's, that person doesn't exist? No, he's fake. He's completely fake. You think there's I really- had no idea. Yeah, his name's Todd with three Ds. He's got a third D. But, you know, there was a lot going on at the station. We needed, we needed a scapegoat, so we just we invented a human being. All right, Eli, go ahead, man. It's bizarre. 
What Sesame is bizarre? Making up a person? Yes. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah. I didn't. It's it's the, out there. Is every is everybody in on it? Does the audience know Todd isn't real? Because I saw you guys tweet about it a few times. I just thought, honestly, I thought it was someone who does work on the show, but they don't want their identity out there, which is certainly understandable. Like not everybody wants their business out there. Yeah, you know what? I actually didn't make up the character. People are all in. I think some people have gotten sick of Todd. I think also some people. No, but do they? Are they in on it? Is what I was asking. Do they it's like, understand it's fake? No, no, it's like 50 50, where some people get it, some people get the gag. And then there's like 50% of people out there, Joe, that call in that want to talk to Todd. They want to hear from Todd. Luckily, we don't have the Twitch going right now, or they'd want to see Todd. A lot of people want to meet him. So it's kind of like 50 yeah. 50. Some people have fully bought in. Some people are like, all right, guys, you're beating a dead horse here with this thing. But hey, it works out, man. If anything goes wrong, you just blame an imaginary person. You don't get a phone call after the show. You go home. I like to it. blame the real people. Eli, if we add another person, a fake person onto this show, we'd be up to like six producers, right? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people to blame out there. Yes. But first question for Nickel or Dime. So for anybody that's unfamiliar with the game, you bet $500 on one thing or a dime, $1,000 on another. So first up here, uh, $500, a nickel on Joel Embiid to an NBA MVP at plus 600 or a dime on Nikola Jokic at minus 145. Nickel or dime? Okay, now everybody knows, uh, our regular listeners, that I'm invested in Jokic. And I am thrilled because I noticed out of the corner of my eye that during our first segment, Hoops Hype did a story on the MVP tiers right now. And they put tier one, one player, Nikola Jokic. Tier one, all by himself. Tier two, they put Giannis and Harden. Okay? And I love that. And we had Jeff Sherman from the Westgate on yesterday. And I asked him if there's been an update in the MVP market, especially with the Harden injury. And he's like, yeah, we moved Jokic to minus 200. We put Luca out at 40 to 1. He said, We're basically begging, begging for money that is not Jokic. So that's them screaming, Jokic is winning the award. So since Jokic is winning the award, I'd go 1,000 on Jokic, minus 145, minus 200, some other spots. Yeah, I'm with you. I'd also uh, put my money on Jokic right now, or uh, yeah, Jokic right now, even at that price, because with Embiid, I mean, he's missed so many games. And also, even if Philadelphia ends up with the number one overall seed in the Eastern Conference, he's missed time and other guys have stepped up. Where like There's certain players where if you take them off their respective team, like if you take Jokic off of Denver, especially this season, because he literally does it all. He scores, he facilitates, he rebounds. If you take him off there, especially in the Western Conference, they're not even a playoff team. Philadelphia without Embiid this season, now again, you'd have to rely a lot on Tobias Harris, Ben Simmons. He's hit or miss. You never know what to expect every single night, but I still think they'd be a playoff team. I'd be all over Jokic. It's a guy that literally does everything for his team. And Bede's been great, but he's missed a lot of time. And I still think Philadelphia is a solid team without him on the floor. By the way, Ryan, I forgot to ask, how did your hedging go on Monday night? Uh, I made a little bit of money. <laughs> Wait, you can't. No, no, you can't keep flipping it. You said earlier you did hedge and you lost money. What oh, happened? Ah, no, wait, on the national title game? Oh, I still lost money on that. Yes. I mean, I, I played I played the Zags on Saturday night, um, minus 220, I want to say. I don't know, right? Something that I would never do. It, I, I lost a little bit of money, but I've made it all back, luckily, almost through Major League Baseball. So, no, I mean, even with yeah. even taking the points with Baylor, I still lost a good chunk of money, which is why I'll never play an outright future 
uh, that isn't plus money ever again in my life. Like, and, and you know what sucks? <laughs> it's not. It's not even a future. You were basically just betting the favorite to win the title game. You know what I was. You know what I. You know what my hopes were. Like I was all over Houston against Baylor. And I was the one making the case for Baylor the last ever since the COVID layoff. I was like, they're going to get right. They're going to be just fine. They're too tough defensively. Um, but I thought Houston was going to hang it. I honestly, I thought Houston had a shot at upsetting Baylor. So I just figured if I could get a money line price like this, I'm going to take it. But uh, never again will I do that. Never again will I bet a future uh, a favorite, I should say, ever again. I'm always looking for value. That was the stupidest thing I've ever done. Uh, I didn't sleep that night because I had to stay up with West Coast baseball to make my money back. It's the worst because it's the last game of the season. So if you get it wrong, you can't really say, okay, I have another college basketball game to bet even the the following weekend. Eli, let me just say one thing real quick. I I do kind of want to defend the Zags because, okay, so they don't play in the toughest conference, right? They beat up on St. Mary's and Pepperdine. I get it. But you win 32 straight games. I don't care who you're playing in D1 hoops. They were a good team, a great team. I they played good. Stuff. They played good teams. They had tough competition throughout. It's not, yeah. yeah. No one I, ever. I don't. I don't think anybody that I heard say that they were a product of the conference. Besides people that oh, yes, they basketball. Did. Yes, man. they did. They were ready. They were ready to pounce, man. Yeah, you're. I think you're right on that. It's the people that that come flying in late in the year. She told you they're not battle tested. It's not like they were in the Big Ten or the Big Twelve and you know tested on a consistent basis yeah there there were some people eli but it's the same people that have been saying that for decades and they're just saying see i'm right yeah and i mean i just want to give props to baylor because i mean they were that was just a ridiculous performance and uh for timmy probably the worst performance for a big man since james augustine against carolina where he had more fouls than points that was a (laughs) time on the floor i mean how many turnovers did he uh, let's just move on i'm still pissed about it yes (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I will say there was a hot take artist that said Baylor was, you know, the best team in college basketball all year long. Like probably the first game he watched all season. Uh, moving on to since we only have about three Ooh. more minutes left, we'll go to we'll just move on from that topic over to Major League Baseball. $500 on the Blue Jays at 22 to one to win it all or a dime on the White Sox, whose odds have dipped a little bit or risen a little bit at uh, at plus 1050. So Nickel on the Jays or a dime on the White Sox? Sure. I'm just going to approach this with just basic betting strategy with Major League Baseball. What I'm looking for is a team that is going to win their division. Blue Jays, the hot team, some great young players. People are excited about them. Uh, They're going to take, we expect them to take a step up this year. I'm not betting on them at 22 to 1 because the numbers should be larger and they're not winning their division. The White Sox, I don't know if they should, but it's a coin flip, right? We know Toronto's not going to win their division, but the White Sox probably should with the additions they've made. And by the end of the year, you know Aloy Jimenez is expected to come back, so he'll be back in the lineup, going to make that lineup so much uh, longer and stronger. So uh, I would just betting strategy, I would go with the team that I think is going to win the division, even though I took a long shot on the Royals. Give me the White Sox at plus 1050. Yeah, I'm with you. I'd also be on the White Sox just because of my two future plays this season. I do have the Sox winning the division. I am a little concerned just with the injuries, but I expect them to be just fine. They're going to score a bunch of runs. You know, Giolito is going to be fine. The bullpen is going to be just fine, I hope. Uh, And then, you know, with the Blue Jays, I'm also all in on the Yankees. So just tougher division. Again, I expect George Springer to be healthy. They're going to score a lot of runs, too. And I think that they're going to be right there as far as the wild card. But I'm all in on the Sox. 
Over to the Masters, and we'll get into that a little bit more next segment. $500, a nickel on Tony Fee now at 33 to 1 to win it, or a dime on Hideki Matsuyama at 60 to 1. So, nickel on Fee now, or a dime on Matsuyama. Eli, good job as EP there, skipping the ones that you skipped because you realized the time we're not going to get through all five of these, and it is timely to go to the Masters. So, I do give you credit there. I try. I try. <laughs> Fee now. Finau's the play here. I know it sounds ridiculous. Joey never wins. He never wins. He never wins until he wins. Now, the 38th November at Masters, I'm throwing that out the window. And I'm doing that with most golfers. We'll talk about that more in our full breakdown. But the other two times Finau played the Masters, he top-tended it. He had a 5 and he had a 10. And I can't really come up with much of a case to go with Matsuyama. And, and Finau this season a couple you go back a couple months he had that string of two 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 four so yeah. i think there's something to be said finau has performed in other majors as well so i would go i would bet finau before i bet matsuyama i'm with you it, it's a weekly thing for me love tony finau uh you brought up the other finishes fourth place finish of the pga championship sixth in scoring average fourth and putting average those metrics obviously really important this weekend so i'm with you on tony finau Outrights, top five, top 10, 20s, 30s, 40s, matchups, all sorts of derivative bets on the Masters. Joe Ostrowski, Ryan Horvat, we break it down next. This is BetQL Daily, and you're locked into the BetQL Audio Network.